Welcome to Talking Baloney. Calvin Coco Pop. This is Boochie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's going on? No script allowed. What are you, some kind of bot? Come on, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pickle, you gotta give him a pickle, right? <laughs> I wanna be a movie star. Wow, that sounds so interesting. Fresh and quick. Part of the Baloney Nation. Jim Dizzy. You guys still there? Hey. Big guy. Hey, that's Jim Deasy. Hey. I'm the big guy. I think you said my name. I did. Yeah. What's up? That? <laughs> we are live on YouTube and yeah. Facebook. All the all the, the big techie places. Oh, yeah. Where, where else do you want to be right now? Yeah. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so, Jim Deasy, today we're doing a new segment. It's called, uh, What Do You Think About? And we're going to go over uh, three... Actors. Okay. So we're going to start with one, talk about them for a while, go to number two. Okay, sounds good. Let's do it. First up, uh, what do you think about Vin Diesel? <laughs> Which version? There's the Riddick version and there's the Fast and Furious version. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. I liked him better as the Riddick version when okay. he was like, could see in the dark really well and all that good stuff. So the movie Pitch Black. Yeah. Just watched uh, it the other day, so this is a pretty good topic. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You watched Pitch Black just I, the other day? I did. I just watched it. <laughs> you know, what actually made me think of this topic is you told me you watched uh, Bloodshot. Yes, and I watched Bloodshot. And it's it, the story's pretty far-fetched, but it fits Vin Diesel. The, least, the, the less he has to talk during a movie, the better. <laughs> so uh, he doesn't talk much in Pitch Black. And mm. that's your favorite Vin Diesel movie. It's probably one of my favorite Vin Diesel movies. He's okay. just a character on a just killing people. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess let's give some background on, on Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. uh, first time we saw him in a movie that I remember was Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Um, that was probably the last time he was in a good movie. Yeah. He pr and I pretty much his only like real line was, I really love that guy. Talking about Tom Hanks as his his leader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like a major profile movie, mm -hmm. and then from there he just did action movie after action movie. Uh, you mentioned Pitch Black. Yep. Uh, did you see the sequels to Pitch Black? I did see the second one to Pitch Black, which is Chronicles of Riddick. Yes. Where they, um, they went all outer space and yes. <laughs> multiple planets and different species. and You know, it's kind of like a, I don't know. It'd be like if Sigourney Weaver all of a sudden could see at night. It's kind of like that kind of a feel to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, um, that wind is crazy. You hear that in the background? I think they can. Yeah. Yeah. Just a 60 mile an hour <laughs> wind. Uh, so he did another Pitch Black years later, mm -hmm. which was kind of like a return to the, the original concept of being stranded on a planet with these aliens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, it was better. But. He did a movie, too, where he went to, it was like Mars, something on Mars or something, where he was on a train car or something, if I remember right, too, that was another one of those movies where he didn't talk a lot. Okay. How about Triple X? I saw that, and uh, where he's like the Russian 
mob or something. I don't know, something to do with all that. But yeah, not a fan of that one. <laughs> yeah, that was an attempt to do like James Bond, yeah. but he's like an X Games guy. Yeah, lots of uh, not not cool. Yeah, <laughs> not cool. <laughs> Um, so obviously Fast and the Furious is probably what he's most famous for. Just not a Fast and Furious guy. I'm sorry. I just yeah. some of the stuff that they do in these movies is ridiculous. And if you believe that it's true that you can really jump a car into a building or whatever out of a car parking, you're dumb. <laughs> you're living under a rock. Yes. <laughs> It's Tokyo Drift. <laughs> you can't do that stuff with cars. You can't. <laughs> well, you can drift. Yeah, a little bit. Well, these guys are drifting like, I don't know, the length of a football field. And <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, So then uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot was like they inject him with. Nanites. I, yes, nanites. And yeah. they he gets shot and they just the body it fixes his body and he's got superhuman strength and yep. yeah it's a it's a superhero but it's uh, kind of like the Punisher he he kind of kills people and he's like indestructible and they keep like they he's got I don't know software or whatever in his brain and they can kind of dictate what he thinks and what's going on and yeah then he figures out at the end spoiler alert that. Uh, <laughs> So, talking about all these movies, what, what's your general opinion of Vin Diesel as an actor, as a celebrity, as uh, any thoughts? He, you know, he comes off as like the, you know, he's in good shape. So, he, you know, he's like that big muscular guy they throw into the movie. Is But he... <sighs> is he in good shape still? Uh, or is he that guy who was in good shape? No, nah, he seemed like he was in pretty good shape in that, in the... The one movie he was just in, so Bloodshot. Yeah, he seemed in pretty good shape in that. But he, uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 tough to watch a movie when he's just like, you know, family. <laughs> it's like, okay, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> they do keep his lines pretty simple in most movies. Uh, speaking of which, we didn't mention he is the voice of Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Uh, talk about keeping lines simple. He says three words: "I am." Groot. He probably got paid a million bucks for that. Oh, I bet. <sighs> yes. Why can't we land a role like that? Well, you could uh, audition for it right now. Let's do it. Go ahead. I am Groot. <laughs> I don't remember him laughing so much, but yeah, that, that was the gist of it. Uh, so my thoughts on Vin Diesel, uh, he's a, he's a one-note actor. He He's always the same guy. I was just going to say his voice never changes for any movie. He his character how he looks. Yeah, it's always a tight black t-shirt or a wife beater shirt. Uh, it's, <laughs> there's no like uh, variety. It's it's Vin Diesel. That's what you get. You can take the trailer out of the park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thought of the day. <laughs> And I think he, you know, the worst thing that ever happened to Vin Diesel was to be in a movie with The Rock. Because mm -hmm. the two of them next to each other, you always thought, oh, these guys are similar. Uh, no. No. The Rock is twice as big. 
yeah, twice the charisma. Um, <laughs> and he actually can carry a dialogue in a movie. Yeah, he can act. Yeah, he can yeah. sing. He can act. He can wrestle. He's <laughs> an athlete. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the question: What do you think about Vin Diesel? Um, not so great. Mediocre. Mediocre. Mediocre talent. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So next up, uh, what do you think of uh, Reese Witherspoon? Okay, I'm not going to say anything bad about Reese Witherspoon because Melly Mel's is here in the building. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say multi, multi-talented, can do drama, can do comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, she also had a show on HBO or something that they were doing, too, with... Apple TV. Or Apple TV, yeah. It was like an all-star cast, too. Uh, the morning show. Yes. Yeah. Her and uh, Jennifer Aniston, right? Yes. Steve yeah. Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. I was going to say, the morning show, I watched the first season. Mm-hmm. It is very good, and she's really good in it. I don't know a lot of her other movies. so. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama is probably one of her m- most notorious movies she did. Notorious, you yes. say? As in Felony Melanie. That's her nickname in the movie. It's, okay. Yeah, she was always in trouble with the law, I guess, when she was younger. It's like a love story kind of movie. But So you're using Notorious because her character... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing controversial. About no. The movie. No. Right. Yeah, she's done a couple other movies with... Uh, well, you know, Legally Blonde. Yes. And uh, then... There is another one she does with where she's like a, a nurse or a doctor and she dies and then she sees what's going on around or no, somebody dies or lives with her in her apartment or something. I don't know. It's, it's another love story movie. Can't remember the name of it, but eh, you know, know that one. <laughs> but she seems to do a lot of those movies. Well, you know what she does that um, has kind of taken her to the next level in Hollywood is she's also a producer. So. She can make movies happen, yeah. so she can get the good roles because she's you know mm-hmm. behind it. I have nothing bad to say about her. Every movie yeah. I've ever seen her in, she's a good character, great actress. Oh yeah. So the concept here isn't let's trash people. Mm-hmm. The concept is you know what do you think about Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, I was a little hard on Vin Diesel though. <laughs> oh yeah, I expected that. Vin Diesel, garbage, trash. He lives under a rock. Yeah. Not even a scented trash bag, just a trash bag. <laughs> uh, so I remember Reese Witherspoon in the movie Election. Did you see that movie? Who is in that with her? That's uh, Matthew Broderick is a high school teacher, and Reese Witherspoon is the overachiever girl in the class who's super smart and annoys the heck out of them. Mm. She runs for uh, school office. Ah, yes, I remember this movie now. Yes. And Matthew Broderick tries to tip the, you know, mm-hmm. tip the election machine away from her favor. He just doesn't like her. Yeah. I remember her first movie that I ever saw with her in it was the movie with Mark Wahlberg, where Mark Wahlberg is like a, like a crazy uh Later, maybe 19, 18, 19, teenager, kind of in the movie where he's like nuts. Talk about uh, Fear? Fear, yes, where he's like stalking her. All right. Yeah. That was her in Fear. Was it her? Yeah, she's in it with uh, 
Mark Wahlberg. I think Alyssa Milano's in that movie too. Like a, they're all younger, and like the guy from oh the CSI shows is in there too. He's the dad. Yeah, yeah. That's a good movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> Pretty dark character yeah. for Mark Wahlberg in that movie, but is it? That's <laughs> yeah, true. He, he kind of is. At the time, he was in trouble. <laughs> now he was notorious. Yeah. <laughs> He's got street cred. <laughs> He's got arrests on his record. <laughs> but yeah, Reese is in that. Yeah, she's like really, she's a younger person in that movie. Okay. I guess I didn't remember her in mm-hmm. that movie. So overall, the what do you think on uh, Reese Witherspoon? Ah, good direction, good character, evolves with the times. Evolves with the times. Yeah. Wow. All right, next up. What do you think about Jamie Foxx? What? <laughs> you can't say anything bad about the guy. Okay. I wasn't sure where you were going. No, listen, the guy can act. Yeah. He can do action movies. Yeah. He can do serious movies. He's a comedian. Yeah. I mean, his... You can sing. Yeah. He's got a... Look, he, his Ray Charles movie? Oh, Ray. Come on. <laughs> he's the number one that does it for Ray. Yeah. His, the dude's palate is wide open. Wide open palate. <laughs> Dropping some gems on the show today. <laughs> You're coming, I don't know if you bought a thesaurus over the weekend or what happened here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so among that palette, uh, let's start at the beginning. I think In Living Color, the TV show, yes. was probably his breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, Holy, man, I forgot about In Living Color, man. Yeah, we're yeah. going back a ways. And In Living Color obviously led to a bunch of comedy movies with the Waynes brothers, mm-hmm. um, right? Wasn't he one of the uh, dumb white chicks? Yeah, I don't know. Was he? I think he was. Yeah, he might have been. All right. So I d- one of us should have done research. I don't know who, <laughs> but I'm guessing you didn't know the topic till you got here, so it was probably me. <laughs> Listen, I, I, all I know is he's been in, like, movies with, like, every megastar out there. Yes. I mean, Tom Tom Cruise, he did the movie where he's the cab driver. Right. Yeah. I was going to mention that movie. That is a great movie. Awesome movie. Um, I've seen a couple of Jamie Foxx movies recently. One of them was uh, The Kingdom. Uh, the Kingdom... Is a movie where he's uh, part of a, the military and they're in Saudi Arabia. It's kind of like all about the Saudi Arabian politics and mm-hmm. why we're there and why uh, they're so important because, you know, oil, money, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good movie. Yeah. He And I think he actually gets into some of the directing on some of these movies now, too, doesn't he? I don't know that he's directed. I can't say that. He should. All right. Um Another thing, he's, you know, if he doesn't star in a movie, he makes really good cameos. I'm thinking uh, Horrible Bosses. Oh, yes. (laughs) Where he's only in it briefly. Yeah. But he's the criminal expert. Yes. Using air quotes. (laughs) That they go to to figure out how they're going to get rid of their bosses. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great movie. (laughs) And then he goes back for the sequel, Horrible Bosses 2. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's great in that. He's, you know, just pop in, do a couple of scenes, nail it, get mm-hmm. out of town. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, how about the movie Baby Driver? 
you see that movie? I did see the movie, and his uh, character, good. Yeah. Movie, not so much. You didn't like that movie? Not as much. Really? Just, I don't know, man. You get into some of these driving movies, and they kind of feel like a ripoff of some of the other driving movies that have been out there. Uh, I would say, besides the fact that I thought that tree was going to get blown <laughs> Out of it, the ground. Folks, I wish you could hear how loud the wind is outside right now in the studio. (laughs) It's insane. Uh, But Baby Driver, I think one of the things about it was um, it was heavily edited to the music Mm because the kid, like, didn't talk and he just listened to music. Yeah. So, like, all the editing, all the chase scenes, everything was tied to music in a way that I I don't think any movie's ever really done that before. Mm, I can live with that. So, it's... it was kind of a groundbreaking film, and uh, Jimmy Fox again, not like the main guy, but he's awesome in it. I every movie I've seen with him in it, and I don't remember all of them, but yeah. they've always been phenomenal. Like he went, but he went deep on that Django Unchained movie. Oh my god, I all remember right. watching that. I was like, holy moly! Like, yeah, yeah. that's a good one to bring up. Yep. Django Unchained, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Straight into um, the character. Yeah. Now you talk about uh, so working with good directors. I always bring that up as like a sign when you know you've got it like a good actor. Mm-hmm. Like Vin Diesel worked with Spielberg on Saving Private Ryan, and then never worked with a good director again. <laughs> <laughs> right? I can I can remember watching the the video clip where they talked about how Jamie Foxx got the role for the Ray Charles movie, and then was it wasn't it. Uh, he was sitting in the in there with the director producer of the movie, and the guy was like, "That's that's our guy right there." I bet, sure, because he knocked it right out of the park. The audition for it, yeah. Yes. And so the movie Collateral with Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. and he also did uh, Miami Vice with Colin Farrell. Those were both directed by Michael Mann, who's one of my favorite directors. Great director. Um, so that's you know. You get like that kind of. I forgot about the Miami Vice movie. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. It was. Yeah. Now I watched that. Maybe a year ago, I watched it again Mm -hmm. on Blu-ray, and it really holds up. It's like a good movie. I I think because of the name Miami Vice, people have a certain impression when they hear that name. And I don't Mm -hmm. think enough people gave the movie a chance. Yeah. But it's really good. Yeah, I agree with you. It was a really good movie. Uh, what else do we have for Jamie Foxx? <sighs> Go to the old Google machine. You know, he was in Spider-Man. Was he? He was uh, Electro in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man, he's back. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I've not seen. The only Spider-Man I actually saw was the one, the first one, I think. You're going back to Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only one I've ever seen. That was 20 years ago. Was it really? Oh, my God. Yeah. I know there was one that came out where he was like it was he was making a machine to shoot webs out of his hands. Is that another is that another Spider-Man movie? Uh, that would be all of them except for the Tobey Maguire one. OK. Right? Yeah. That's the only one I remember. And there was. Uh, oh, wait. No, maybe I did see part of the second one. The guy with all the arms or legs. <laughs> That one. There's Doc Octopus. Ah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Also back in the new Spider-Man movie. Really? Yeah. 
Spoiler alert. I'm going to have to start watching some of these movies, man. I'm really missing out. I've been watching a lot of these crazy shows on TV lately. Uh, you've got Disney Plus, right? I do. It, it, the only person that ever watches is our youngest listener. Uh, Gabrielle is the only one that ever uses our Disney Plus account. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pretend you're in the same household. Yes. Yeah. For the Disney wardens that are watching over. Yes. <laughs> So you, you have time now, right? You're not that busy. I mean, what do you work, like 70 hours a week? Yeah, something like that, you know. Yeah. You could catch up on 24 Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> Get all up to date. Uh, yeah, I probably could. <laughs> Guess if I really knuckled down. <laughs> yeah. Put some effort into it. Come God on. damn it. Come on. Do it for the show. Watch Harry Potter. Watch all the Star Wars movies. That's like 12. And then, you know, 24 Marvel movies. So I that did was a James Bond episode. That's another twenty movies. I did watch uh, something with the Hobbit and the guy with the says my precious Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I did watch a forty five minutes of it the other couple weeks ago. The actual movie. The actual movie. And was I was TV. Yeah, there's a scene where uh, I don't know what his name is, but um, he sees the ring and he, he's trying to get the ring from the guy. And he finally realizes the ring can make him turn invisible. Yeah. And that's about as far into it as I got right there. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I just don't understand. Why is the guy's feet so big? Uh, they're hobbits. Oh. Yeah. And then is the other guy, he is, what's his name? Spiegel? Spiegel, yeah. Is he human or is he just? Oh, he's been ravaged by the power of the ring. Oh, turned okay. into a. How did he get in possession of the ring? That's what I want. I was trying to figure out. How did anyone get possession of the ring? It's in the possession of a hobbit. It's just shit. Like the ring just shows up. Yeah. Well, if you want the prequel, that's coming out on Amazon. They're doing a whole TV series on Lord of the Rings. Okay. And you're going to see like the founding of the seven power rings. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't really know that much about it except for everything I just said. And I probably aren't going to watch it, so let's never talk about it. Okay, ever again, please. <laughs> ever. Because I just got to – I will say this, one more one more thing. Yeah. I had a hard time believing the scene because when they escaped the, the – You, know, when you they, were really into it for 45 minutes. Though. I was, and I'm, I was really trying to give it a, a fair shot. And, you know, I wanted to be able to come on here and say, hey, I gave the show – the movie, a fair, fair shot. shot, and the scene where all the little hobbits get chased into the trees, and all these wolves and animals are coming down to chase them out, and they're setting the trees on fire, and then all of a sudden, all these big birds show up, yeah, and rescue them all. And I'm like, where'd the birds come from? Like the one minute that some guy with a big long beard is talking to a butterfly, and then all of a sudden, how'd the butterfly get to wherever he got so fast? And where'd the birds come from? It's like. That's it. That's my take. I just—I guess you have to just. I feel like we almost had another five-minute stand-up challenge right there. Like you developed that a little more. You got another five-minute routine. <laughs> Where'd the birds come from? Because, <laughs> but I mean, there's these gigantic birds show up, but no one says how they get there. I don't know. I don't just know. Anyway, anyway, that's 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 where I ended it right there. That's pretty much where I was done. And that's the answer to the question, what do you think about Jamie Foxx? <laughs> How did we get there? I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Jamie Foxx, you basically think multi-talented, can do it all, 
cast them in your next movie. Heck yeah. All right. Heck yeah, definitely. Put put them on your next CD. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Whose CD would you rather have, uh, Bruce Willis or Jamie Foxx? Definitely Jamie Foxx. Yeah? Yeah. He's more hip right now. Bruce Willis is on the oh. downhill. He's kind of on the downhill right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to uh, Walmart lately. <laughs> I swear, the, the new release DVD section, Blu-ray. It's owned by Bruce Willis. There's like four Bruce Willis movies every week. Yeah. You've never heard of them. They have... It's almost like they use the same photo on the cover of him because he doesn't change. It's probably in his like um, movie blueprint. Like you have to use this photo and oh yeah. And uh, if you are unlucky enough to watch a movie, you see him for like ten minutes because mm-hmm. he's not really in it. It's not his movie. It's a Michael Chiklis movie. That's what it is. <laughs> it just fools you. It yeah. got you to spend nine ninety six at Walmart. What's funny is that. I have now have in my Apple, my Apple music feed now pops up Bruce Willis music and Steven Seagal music from that day that we did that show. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, you just can't, you can't get rid of it. It's like Apple's like on you now. They're like, oh, you like Steven Seagal? Let's recommend all these for you. Well, you're probably the first one who's listened to Steven Seagal. <laughs> Surprise, hey, I haven't got a free one. sampler. <laughs> He'll come and personally visit you. Hey, thank you for buying my CD. Charge me, attack me. I just picture him wanting to fight everyone. I had read after our show, I had read this article about him. He's like seriously an a hole, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, after our show, I don't know if you saw Bob Odenkirk um, from Better Call Saul was on Howard Stern. And the topic of Steven Seagal came up because Bob Odenkirk used to write on Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. And he and Conan O'Brien were uh, two of the main writers during Steven Seagal's guest hosting stint. And this is like 1997, and he was trying to explain to Steven Seagal the Hans and Franz skit that they had written for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And Steven Seagal wouldn't do the skit unless it was clear that he could beat those guys up. <laughs> it had nothing to do with anything. He just wanted to make it clear, like, I want everyone to know I could beat these guys up. So it may be part of that same show, but I had listened to something on Sirius XM about him. He would only agree to do some scenes and movies if he only did one take. Yeah. And he wouldn't go back and do another take. It had to be one take, and that was it. There is a great compilation on YouTube. You can look it up of Steven Seagal driving. Because apparently he has no idea how to drive a car, but they always have him in movies driving a car. (laughs) And because he's not an actor, he cannot fake it. It looks so bad. Uh, The other thing from that Bob Odenkirk interview, um, Steven Seagal wrote his own skit that they aired on the show last Oh, boy. And the skit was a bunch of us stuntmen are in this room like they're in a business meeting. And none of the cast members are are in the scene. It's all stuntmen. And Steven Seagal comes in and starts beating them up and throwing them through the wall and breaking tables. And then he says something about uh, we need to save the environment and walks off. (laughs) (laughs) Is he really like a karate 
he camp is, or anything like that. Yeah. He is like a black belt in Aikido. Mm-hmm. Now, if you remember uh, your martial arts, Aikido is the uh, the art of uh, the misdirection, right? He takes your attack, handles you in such a way that he flips you and just... Uh, it's almost like a defensive maneuvering. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So when you see those clips, people make fun of it all the time where he's like, you know, at a karate meet or whatever you would call it and a bunch of people come at him to attack him and he's just like doing the most simplest of moves and they go flying and everyone's like oh that's so fake i saw a youtube video of that yeah (laughs) and i was like wait a minute he looks like he's doing the move in slow motion but it it looks that way but it's real yeah that part is real and the people are actually like flying away from him yeah there's a couple of them though where I look. It looks like he legit like hits somebody. I'm like, how is that guy alive still? <laughs> Cause you, you know, pressure points and stuff. He can grab you by your, th- you know, thumb, and twist it in such a way that your body will just do a flip. You'll 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 be on your back in a second. I challenge him to come on this show. Oh, no. and let's let's <laughs> let's do this. We will set it up right now. I'll I'll go through every move of his. Okay. You asked for it. <laughs> now I'm going to have to contact him. <laughs> Mr. Seagal, we've got your biggest fan. He loves your CDs. He listens to your music all the time. I have both of them. <laughs> Thanks to Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to charge you. He wants to attack you. <laughs> Will you come on our show? For free. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need someone to drive him from the airport. We'll get you some Tim Hortons. Cappuccino? <laughs> A.K.A. Cappuccino. It's supposed to be coffee, but it's cappuccino. <laughs> well, that's pretty much uh, what we call What Do You Think About? Um, what a great segment. I'm so glad we did it this week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jim, why don't you show us your shirt since we're open to that part of the show where we talk about your shirt? <laughs> Boats and Hose, presented by Prestige Worldwide. <sighs> One of the greatest movies of all time. Step Brothers. Yep. And where'd you say you got the shirt? Spencer's. Spencer's Gifts. Well, I don't think they're called Spencer's Gifts anymore. I think they're no? just called Spencer's now. Oh. And they're still around. Yeah. There's still one actually at the at the mall in Elmira, New York. There's still a mall. There's still a mall. Only only half of it's like open, but Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like most malls. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's like half of the mall where it's like no all the stores are empty. Yeah. And then seems like they moved everybody to one end. <laughs> and like the weird end, right? Like yeah. The original, yeah, the original end. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. You know, malls are in decline when they're renting out space to store vehicles and boats and things like that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so the mall in Henrietta, New York, right near here, um, is now like half a hospital. <laughs> and I think the other half they're planning on building like an outlet mall. Wow. So, you know, as they say in the business, once Sears goes under, so does the mall. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, what's funny is you remember where, well, it was, I can't remember. It was like back when we were going in that area, when we were going to school, it was before it was Macy's, before it was Kaufman's, it was something else. Before Macy's, before Kaufman's. So back in the, say. Izzard's? No, that was in downtown. But there was. in the mall, too. Yeah, they were. Maybe it was. Yeah, I think you're right. It was Izard. Izards, right? Yeah. 
yeah. then it became Kaufman's, I think. That sounds about right. And then it got bought out by Macy's. Well, now that Macy's is closed, and now that space is rented for your next corporate event. Oh, nice. So you can just sit, I guess, put some folding chairs up and <laughs> yeah, play a lot of Duck, Duck, Goose or Red Rover in there, I guess. It's a lot of square footage, so... <laughs> Do they still have, like, the mannequins set up and stuff? <laughs> that would be freaking creepy as all hell. Yeah. It's like a Saw movie in there. <laughs> <laughs> we should see how much it is to rent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could do a show from there. We should. I mean, the the coffee cookie shop is right across from there, so. You had me a cookie. You know the mall is in decline when the Verizon store closes in the mall. Now, how is that possible? Yeah. You know. It's that's, bad. That's the only thing propping up most malls is uh, cell phones and stores. Well, you know, you got all those little kiosks in the middle of the mall, you know, as you walk down through there. They're still, still there selling cell phone cases. Some are still there. Yeah, but now they have store. They're so low on stores that now they've moved them into smaller stores. Right. That's when it's bad. But you know, those little kiosks, you go in there, you buy something, you know, you better make sure this is going to work or fit because when you go back there, they're probably not there no more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, the mall's pretty empty. It's pretty empty now. But yet, Spencer's, no longer Spencer's Gifts, they have a huge t-shirt collection in the front, and in the back is all your adult-themed ideas. Okay. (laughs) So don't send your kids in there. (laughs) Uh, You wanted to talk about something. You had, like, this big topic you wanted to bring on to the show, and you wanted to address some people, you wanted to get it off your chest. So go ahead, Jim. Who'd I want to address? Oh, is this about the TV? Yeah. Oh, yeah. YouTube TV. The greatest streaming service. Better than DirecTV and better than Dish Network. I'm going to say it right now. All right. So your history, if we'll go over it just briefly. Mm-hmm. You were a Dish TV person most recently? Most recently, we went through our contract. We were with Dish Network. All right. And it seemed like every month the bill went up another 20 bucks, $25, 30 I don't know. By the time it, by the time it's all said and done, you'd have to ask Melly Mel's. I might be underbidding this, but I'm thinking $180, $200 a month. Wow. For, wow. for literally infomercials and maybe a couple of the network stations. You know, obviously, you had your ABC, CBS, Fox, and stuff like that. And we had one movie channel. We had stars. <laughs> So I said, you know what? You know, I actually getting some advice from you. I was like, hey, what's a good streaming service we should try? So I was looking at the reviews on Sling and all these other ones out there. And then I checked on YouTube TV. I signed up for it the one night. They gave me two nights. Just pay attention to this because they only give you two days for free. That's it. Two days. The third day. Wait <laughs> they give you uh, two days free. Two to days. Try it? Two days for free to try it. That's it. That's it. On the third day, they charge your credit card. <laughs> wow. But I will say this. I have ABC, CBS, Fox, and I have all the local stations. Yeah. Um, I have all the regular stations that I would normally have. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of the infomercial stations. And I have HBO, Cinemax, Epic's Movies, wow. and my bill was $85. Wow. 85 bucks. That's incredible. And I got to say, I'm impressed. They have a guide format that's just like your regular cable or satellite. Do they have like on demand and or uh, DVR type service? 
They do DVR. Okay. Um, as far as the on-demand, I'm not 100% sure. I haven't dived into that yet. All right. How long have you had it? More than two days, I know. Yeah, I've had it for almost a, almost, almost a week now. <laughs> Seven days. So they're really yeah. charging you now. Yeah. <laughs> but you can cancel anytime you want. You can change your package anytime you want. You can add things. They have a 4K station that you can, you can add so that your stuff is in 4K on certain stations. I haven't dived into that yet because it's 20 bucks a month. Okay. And right now they only offer like six stations in 4K. So, still, you have but, a 4K TV. Uh, yep, I do have a 4K TV. So, can you try the 4K out for like two days? I can, because you can get a trial on it for there two days. <laughs> give it a shot. You might yeah. love it. But if I do add it, they'll give it to me for I think 9.99 for the first 12 months, and that goes back up to 19.99. Okay. So, I'll follow up with further reviews on this, but I got to say I'm pretty impressed. I'm impressed that you're impressed. Yeah, it takes a lot to impress me on these sets. But I will say, I will touch base on another subject here, too. I did cancel all of my Sirius XM. <laughs> successfully canceled? Or? I got confirmation emails on both cars that I canceled it. Wow. And on the first of the month, this last month, they charged my credit card. And my radio is still on. <laughs> You can't get rid of it that easy. They're like, you're not. You're, we're like the mob. Once you're in, you're in. You're not getting out. You're serious for life. Yes. For life. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have Samsung stuff still? Um, I do not have any Samsung products anymore. Okay. I have an iPhone. You heard about the breach. I saw that. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, is it Samsung's data or their customers' data? Uh, well, customers. I wonder if Melly Mel's knows. It's like everything. They got everything. So I still have them. I'm still rocking my iPhone 13 Pro Max. Yep. And I also have an iPhone 12 Pro Max. Yep. And I also have my Apple Watch. Boom. So you're, you're Mr. Apple. I am going to get another iPad, I think, at some point. All right. But, uh, yeah, heights. Yeah, I have no, I have no Sam. This is the first time in a long time I don't have any Samsung products. Yeah, usually you do. Mm -hmm. I usually have, I used to have a Samsung, uh, was S seven tablet. I uh, yeah. gave that to my kid and it's like, oh, you know? so his data is stolen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're safe. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Melly Mel's may want to check her phone. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the key is if you're going to change your passwords, don't do it on your phone. Mm -hmm. uh, stop entering passwords on your phone. Yeah. Maybe shut your phone off. <laughs> Maybe. Who wants to talk to anybody anymore anyways? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't have a graphic prepared, but if we're going to do Baloney Nation, and everyone loves it, so why not? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the question we got this week on the hotline is from the We Are the World music video, how many of the singers can you name? <laughs> Michael Jackson, Cindy Lauper, Huey Lewis, uh, Kenny Rogers, uh, <laughs> Lionel Richie. Um, oh my God, there's a ton of them. Bruce Springsteen's in it. Uh, isn't one of the guys from U2 in it, too? Damn. I want to jump out the window and go shares in it, but I don't think so. <laughs> Madonna. <laughs> no. Madonna's not in it, but Cindy Lauper is. Hmm. Yeah. Who cares about their fans? <sighs> I'm trying to think of who else is in it. 
I was off. So you got Lionel Richie. Okay. You got Michael Jackson, right? Yep. You had them. They're the two guys who basically started it. Mm. Yet, I don't know if you mentioned Quincy Jones. He's not really the singer, but he, you know, obviously involved. Okay. I know Bruce is in it. Uh, You mentioned Kenny Rogers. Yep. You mentioned Bruce. Yep. Uh, You mentioned Huey Lewis, Cindy Lauper. So you're missing about 15 people. Damn. That's in uh, the soloists. Those are people who have actual singing lines. And then there's a bunch of people in the chorus. Because Lionel starts it, if I remember right. He starts the song. And then everybody kind of has a little bit of a... Damn, I can't remember everybody's in it. So while you're thinking of who else might have solos, I'm going to give you the chorus. Because they're not all people you would expect. Okay. Dan Aykroyd. What? Yes. Harry Belafonte. He was a singer, though, right? Yeah. Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac, who did uh, Holiday Road, the theme from uh, okay. Vacation. Um, Mario Cipollina from Huey Lewis in the News. Johnny Cola from Huey Lewis in the News. Sheila E. Oh, I knew she was in it. Uh, the other members of Huey Lewis, I won't name them, three people. All the Jacksons, Jackie Jackson, LaToya Jackson, Marlon Jackson, Randy Jackson, Tito Jackson. I remember LaToya being in it. Bette Midler. Bette Midler is in it? I didn't know that. Waylon Jennings. Jeffrey Osborne. Really? The Pointer Sisters. What? Smokey Robinson. I knew Smokey was in it. That's uh, I knew Smokey was in it. Because uh, when Smokey sings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm here all week, folks. Here all week. hey <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's one last member of the chorus, and once I give this name, you should then get the name of someone who sings. John Oates. Oh, Hall and Oates. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Daryl Hall. <laughs> All right, so there's some big names out here. It sounds like Huey Lewis is repping it in this in this song. Oh, they got the all the news. <laughs> And if you're going to do something like this, you've got to get all the news. Yeah. You, you don't want to like half the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> never mind. We don't do politics and religion on this show. <laughs> if you're only doing half the news, you're Fox. <laughs> hey! <laughs> you could have put any any cable company in there. Yeah. The joke still works. Yeah, it still works. <laughs> all right. Come on. I think you're stalling for time, and you're out of time. I don't remember who the rest of them are. I'm gonna, you're gonna tell me, and I'm gonna be like, "What? Seriously?" Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah! <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Paul Simon. Oh my God! I knew that was in there. Just don't call me Al. Tina Turner. I'm trying to remember her part. Billy Joel. Oh my God! These are the biggest stars of the '80s. Yes. <laughs> Diana Ross. Oh, I knew Diana Ross was in it. Dionne Warwick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she has a whole chorus by herself. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Al Jarreau. I should have known all these. Your all-time favorite, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> yes. Steve Perry. Yep. They all have solos, all of them. Kim Carnes. She's got Betty Davis eyes. 
Bob Dylan. <laughs> he, it, let's be honest. Bob Dylan's in it. You're not really. You're not really going to understand what he's and, saying. And Jim, Jim, Jim. Ray Charles. We just talked about him. <laughs> Man, my, my music form is off today. <laughs> so it's that's a cappuccino. It's something like 46 people. I think you got six, right? We're going to say six? Six out of 46? We could say, let's go on a curve. I'll go 10. Oh, I can't go 10. I'll go seven. (laughs) All right, go seven. I'll take seven. (laughs) All right, that was pretty good. I mean, not your responses, but I mean, good question. question. That was a good question. Good question. That was tough. I was not expecting a USA for Africa, We Are the World uh, song from way back when. I was not expecting that today. Uh, do you know who turned it down? No, this is obviously tough because I don't think you would know, but no. you could probably guess. Who would turn this down? Prince. Oh. <sighs> Prince. Uh, do you want to guess someone else who turned it down? Madonna. Uh, well, possibly, but it's not listed here. Let's just throw her out. There. We'll just throw her in there. Uh, it fits. This person fits because uh, an actor turned it down. Hmm. Who probably had a hit song, probably for the only time in his life, around the same time. So eighties. Yeah, like eighty four. Eddie Murphy. You got oh. it. You just totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> Well, he likes to party all the time. He does. So he doesn't have time for that stuff. That was his one song. <laughs> Eddie Murphy supposedly said afterwards, he realized what it was and he felt like a real idiot for not doing it. And you should. Yeah. It could have been Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy all over again. Yeah. You're coming to America hours. remake would have been a box office smash if you were in We Are the World. People would have remembered that. Yep. <laughs> Instead, they were like, oh, Coming to America is coming back out again? <laughs> he wasn't in We Are the World, so we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so We Are the World opens with Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Kenny Rogers, James Ingram, Tina Turner, and Billy Joel. Man. Um, and it ends with Bob Dylan and Ray Charles. Just the cast. The cast alone is... It's incredible. Makes you wonder, like, why... Uh, I guess you know it's happened before or or since, but mm-hmm. never like this. Like you're not seeing the biggest stars in music come together like that. No, because they're all selfish now. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they're all how many how many TikTok v- TikTok views do I have? And <laughs> well, I, I'm going to try to make a salient point. And how about the use of salient on the show? First Ooh. time, probably. Yeah, I like that. I want to make a salient point that uh, music today is so diverse. I don't know if you could get everyone in one song. Like back then, it was okay. We got pop and country, and they go together. Mm-hmm. How would uh, Eminem fit in with uh, Taylor Swift and you know the biggest stars? I don't know how they would fit together. <laughs> just how funny would it be to throw Kanye in the middle of all that I'm sorry Yeezy into the middle of all that <laughs> <laughs> well if, if they threw him in they would probably also throw him out alright I think that's our show I think it's a great show we're still here the studio hasn't blown over you wouldn't tell it's windy in here 
because the trees in here are fake. They don't move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I was saving that news for when we do our tour, but <laughs> there goes that big reveal. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, I guess uh, goodbye. Take goodbye, everyone. Peace. See you later. <laughs> Try the veal. No, no veal. <laughs> <laughs>